0: What's up, everyone? Episode uh, four here of Baseball Rants. I am uh, half your host here, Jeff Himes. My Twitter handle's at jhxliv with my co-host Jeremy Kilgore. How's it going, Jeremy? What's going on at Coach Kilgore Nine? If you want to talk baseball, yeah. So uh, today, guys, I think we have a we have an awesome show for you. We're going to talk a little free agents. We're going to talk signings. We're going to uh, talk about how Manfred uh, is is uh, a clown is a, absolute clown, Jeremy. And then uh, um, we're going to talk. And you know what? Let's jump right into it. Perfect. All right. The big news of the week, though. The big news of the week. In my mind. And my girlfriend's sick of it. Is um, after our show last Wednesday, I went home, um, did some research. And uh, a baseball account that I follow is uh, Baseball Fam. They are a little cooler. Not cooler. A little... um, dummy down barstool but baseball only. Yeah. I've written for him before. So, um, the, uh, 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 Stroman, Marcus Stroman was complaining about his, how he lost his arbitration. I saw the tweet. I was going to go on the tweet and comment on it. Jeremy, I clicked on it and wouldn't you know, Marcus Stroman had blocked me.
1: You text me at about 1030. What was it, last night, right after we finished on Thursday night? Yeah. It was Thursday night last week. Oh, yeah,
0: Thursday, Thursday, yeah.
1: Yeah, because uh, Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So uh, we go Thursday night last night, and you text me, look who blocked me.
0: And I said, didn't you tell me earlier today
1: that he is the most overrated player in the major
0: leagues? I did. So going further with the story, I'm thinking, how does Marcus Stroman block me? A guy with thousands of followers has makes millions of dollars why is he blocking jeff himes from warsaw indiana and then it dawned on me right after christmas there was a different baseball account who had asked for the most overrated player in the majors and i quote tweeted it and said marcus stroman but i didn't tag him in it so he basically had to search his own name find that i had made the comment and then blocked me that's funny though that guy search your own name uh a couple years ago, I tweeted
1: about Darren Lee, who plays for the Jets now. Mm-hmm. After his first game, I said, this guy will be a All-American or first-round pick. One or the other. Mm-hmm. I put, And he gets on there and likes it. I'm like, I didn't even know this kid had a Twitter. Like, I'm not going to tweet it to some 19-year-old kid. Right. But, yeah, I know. So, he goes on there and searches
0: his own name. Had to have. And, and he, he finds Jeff Himes of Warsaw, Indiana, saying that he, this guy's overrated. And here's the, here's the thing. I had talked to discuss it with someone. Do I don't really think Marcus Stroman is the most overrated player, but I'm sick of the pity party. And let me explain why. And you could agree, you could disagree. Um, this this kid was drafted out of high school. He went on to pitch in uh, with a Division One program, Duke, in the ACC, second best baseball conference in my opinion. He's drafted in the first round. He's uh, goes to the Blue Jays, pitches in the playoff. Now he's an ace. He is World Baseball Champion or World Baseball Classic champion and an MVP. Like, dude, get off the pity party. That's that's my thing. Would would if 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 Marcus Stroman came over to the Cubs, would I be mad? No, no. But um, but the pity parties, it's overboard. Like, it, and with 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 a different account. Our baseball ran account. I went to his his Twitter account because I'm not blocked on that one. And in his bio, it says he's un, he's five foot seven inches. Like get get off it, dude. Like I get it, you're short, but you are a good pitcher. You're number one for a playoff team, hopefully this well, year playoff team. And career stats
1: say that he's pretty decent ball player over here. Not yeah. No, I don't think he's necessarily overrated, but no. he is. He's five seven five eight. Which, don't no, hate. I'm only 5'9". Right.
0: But, but, like, I'm just... I'm over it, man. Like, it's played out. Like, no one feels sorry. Like, no one... Like, yeah, maybe... You know, it's Dustin Pedroya esque You know, people were up against you, but now you're making your... Now you're making a name for yourself, like... We get it, dude. Like, you, you, people were against you to start, but well, now. And maybe he thinks that that minor league suspension was against him, too, you know? Yeah, getting, and yeah. then, and then he had the, the ACL surgery. Like, I get it, man. Like, you, but you've made it. You know, if I ever had, even if he blocked me, if I had the chance to meet him, I would be thrilled. Like, that's, to me, he, he's a star, not as much overrated. He's a stud. He's not a star. He's a stud. I'm just, I'm just over the pity party, man. Continuing on with
1: the Blue Jays for just a second here, too. Donaldson now kind of is coming to say that they're not seeing eye to eye. Right. So, and that's kind of what the complaint was in free agency for Strowman on his arbitration case. I think it was like a $400,000 difference. Right. You know, which for common guys like you and I, wow, for, but for them, right. that, that's, you know, $4,000 or, or 40000 You know, oh, whatever yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah. So, but uh, it might be a Blue Jays
0: thing too. So you know, but at some point, man up and deal with it. Yeah, I mean, I get it, and I, I think I touched on this like our first episode. I think it plays back into um, players are starting to see that Cubs or er, Cubs, excuse me, clubs are benefiting from rookie contracts. I think that's what it comes. That's what it boils down to, and I think people, players now, are starting to voice that.
1: It, it's going. It's finally saying, "Hey, there's enough young people that are the same skill level. I'll come and see if they can do it and perform early." I think you saw that with Junior Lake when he came up with the Cubs a little bit. Yeah, he, he comes up a little too quick. Yep. Starlin performed when he came up for the Cubs at such a young age, but yep. just those are some of the names that come to mind on that. But yep. Uh, picking up here in the free agency this week. Finally, some teams are starting to uh, sign, and uh, I think the Orioles just got to sign out of Tillman after that. that's been talked about for a couple weeks now.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they the timeline on it has, you know, they've been talking about it the last couple days. It's picked up, you know, as of, uh, what was it, today, this morning here, this afternoon, rather, um, he signed... Um, Looking at 1.5 million, you know, um, above incentives that can get up to seven, which seems like a lot of incentives, but um, a lot of pitching, uh, pitch, pitched innings uh, incentive there. So good signing for them. I think we, you know, we talked, and he's one of those guys that I'm not sure if he's a starter, if he's a, if he's a reliever. Uh, but when, when you know, when he's in the zone, he's he comes he brings it.
1: If he could become consistent, this might be the best user friendly contract in the bigs. Oh yeah, because he has the stuff. But it's like he loses that six inches between his ears at times or something, man, and mm-hmm. loses his mind out there. And so I really think that, it, like I said, it's a user-friendly contract. I love the incentive-based contracts. I think a lot of those older players are going to eventually have to go to incentive-based contracts. Yeah. I think Major League Baseball is clubs are going to realize that after 32 years old, whatever that, that threshold number is, might mm-hmm. start with 30. Right. Right. That you're going to see some of those contracts here. Um, but a, a really big contract, though, too, happened out in San Diego. Uh, uh
0: I yeah. Mean, that's... Yeah.
1: There's so much that goes in the contract. And he... I think he gets four tickets for... Or he He has the option to have four premium seats or something Yeah, like this.
0: and, like, we're in... Of course, we're talking about Hosmer. Hosmer, yeah, Hosmer sorry. going to... Uh, I realize San- now I didn't even say Eric <laughs> Hosmer, but... Um, uh, going to San Diego, which, you know, I think if you're looking at it um, as a baseball, like a, a baseball purist is like what you like to say, this is a good match, I think. You know, they're going to be, uh, I think the Friars are going to take um, a, a, a little bit of a bump this year, but uh, going off that contract, uh, he signs an eight-year deal worth $144 million. Um... I know that, like you said, he's got some, some some workings there for premium seats when available, which you see that all the time. I think in Rizzo's contract right now, he gets a suite for every road trip. Yeah. So, you know, okay. it, yeah. Yeah, if that's going to sway people to sign, then, you know, I'm all about it, really. I, stuff like that doesn't bother me too much.
1: Yeah, no, I think it was a good contract, possibly. He has an opt-out clause after 2020, is it? Is it a two-year op- on the opt-out
0: yeah, which 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 this uh this free agent class that's like a standard now. Yeah. A lot of them are 2 years so but, and I kind
1: of like that, but that's also very user friendly for the clubs, I think as mm-hmm. well. So, uh he has that. He has the uh 10-5 rights after 2022. Yep. So he's got if he goes 5 straight seasons here. Will Myers is jumping up and down with joy right now. Yep. Those minor leaguers, like you you touched on, three guys in
0: what the top fifteen or something. They have uh, they have Tatis Jr. Tatis Jr. is in like the top. I think they have two in the top ten, I believe, but I know that they have seven in the top one hundred. Yeah, six of those are top fifty. Yes. So, and I know right now, I checked today. Mackenzie Gore, who I touched on last week, is number one overall prospect now since the switch with um, uh, uh, Otani and all those guys. So Mackenzie Gore is. Uh, right now, the number one prospect in baseball. But like, but like I said, Jeremy, you know they they've got some players coming up. Fernando Tatis Jr., um, who's 18 years old. Mackenzie Gore just turned 19. Um, you know, one. I, I, I yeah, like I said, I think Tatis is in the top 10. He's going to probably be the next. You know, the next big shortstop. I, I like the franchise, man. I, I, you know, they they've got some guys that have came up. Hunter Renfro, um, Margot. They've got uh, Austin Hedges behind the plate. That to me, you know, and then they've got guys up in up in the bigs now. Uh, Freddie Galvis, who played a lot of ball. Um, I like it. I, you know, but I think they need to. They're not going to compete on the mound, in my opinion. No, right now.
1: they they've got it. They're not done. This is a work in progress, and I think that's probably what sold. Hosmer. Oh, yeah. I'm uh, going there is, hey, we're, we're ready to make this work. We've got the minor league system. We'll get some pitching. We'll make this work. This is not a, a two-year thing for you, though. We want this to be a long-term. We want you to go down as one of our best hitters. And also, I like that uh, side personal note, I guess. He's changing his uniform number. 35 is not available there. Yep. So he's going to 30 for uh, Ventura.
0: Yodon Ventura, that's awesome. Yeah, man.
1: Ventura. So yeah. that was a cool thing, I thought. Yep. Yep. Um, Little bit of a side note it means hardly anything to most people, but right. I think that's a, that's a touching thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, let's let's keep rolling on this. Uh, yeah. Cameron Maybin uh, signs with the Marlins, uh, three point two five million. Um, he'll get an incentive up to seven hundred and fifty k for plate appearances. Um, second go round with the Marlins. He was back. He was there for the. He got traded to the Marlins for the Cabrera trade, I believe. Uh, I I I would have to do my
1: history search on that. I do not remember though.
0: So he once highly touted journeyman. I felt like
1: this guy was so big when he was in Detroit. Like Mm -hmm. this guy's gonna be the stud, and really just never kind of came to fruition there.
0: No, but you know, with with the young guys in the outfield that they have, you know, they picked up uh, Lewis Brinson, um, Braxton Lee, and uh, Magnarius Sierra. Yeah, it's one of those guys you know one of those guys all three of those guys young guys Yeah. Um, but hopefully I don't know too much about him personally I've never heard um uh, positive or negative story in the clubhouse hopefully he can help you know he, he's got to know his role there's a good chance that they're trying to, that'll be a sign and
1: trade eventually yeah. uh, an all-star break maybe not this year because it's a two-year deal so probably next year but if they feel like he's playing you know if he hits amazing at the beginning of the year then yeah go with it and uh you move them this year because it'll be a user-friendly contract for another year. Yep. Uh, another one that uh, we really don't need to spend a lot of time though is finally JD signs with the Red Sox, which I think there were some power plays by Boris going on, and, and finally he said, "All right, we, we, we've got them where we want them. Let's let's finish this."
0: Yeah. Something I read today is that there was promised outfield time in that contract. Great. So yeah, I don't know if that's you know the selling point on it. Um,
1: what and a double switch in the ninth inning? Yeah, if I, yeah no, in yeah. Major, I, you know what that that guaranteed that is in the or the uh, Red Sox mind. That is when they go to play in an NL ballpark. He can hit yep. it, or play right field. Yep.
0: Uh, I mean, it's hard for me. You know, I was a Red Sox fan back in my day. No more Garcia, para my favorite player. What would what would be frustrating for me? And you may be able to answer better than I would. I what would be frustrating for me as a fan is knowing that you have to keep up pace with the Yankees, and that's a bad place to be in, in my opinion. Because now you know Giancarlo Stanton goes to the Yankees, and now the Red Sox have to answer. That's all you. Re- that's all you saw. That's all you read in, in media, and that's a tough spot to be in sometimes. Because what if there is no JD Martinez out there?
1: Well, I think that you've just seen the Red Sox get burned on that so many times. Like oh yeah. Touchdown a couple yep. weeks ago. Yep. Uh, it was just. That feeling like we've got to stay up. We got to, you know what? Go be you and build your team to what you're yeah. going to be. Yeah, and because I, I'm okay with that thought process.
0: Because I think that, you know, if, if you're going pound for pound except for one position, I think the Red Sox compete with them on paper every, day in and day out.
1: I think the only position in my mind, maybe catching. Uh, is where you're going yep. I'm thinking first base Okay Also yeah. for the Yankees I'll probably give the the tilt To the Yankees On both yeah. of those Yeah But beside that No I, I take Pedroia Yep I take Bogarts Yep I mean uh, I'm taking uh,
0: uh, Devers Rookie at third base yep.
1: Rookie-ish. Yeah Rookie-ish Young guy But yeah I, I think that that's part Of the answer there Is you don't have to play To what the Yankees are doing Talking about the Yankees and the Red Sox there, why don't we go ahead and switch gears a little bit over to uh, the trade that the Yankees made. I think this was a really good trade for two of the three teams. (laughs) For
0: everyone but the Rays. The
1: Rays, you're scratching your head going, do these guys know what they're doing? Furthering my point, no professional team should play in Florida. Tampa Bay should go to upteen other cities. I don't care where it is at this point. Right. Get them out of Tampa because nobody goes to the Tampa Bay Rays games and they lose on another trade that you go, who's running this organization? Is this Mickey Mouse running it?
0: Right, because it was a, the trade that he's talking about is a three team trade with the Yankees, the Rays, and the Diamondbacks. Uh, The Yankees acquire Brandon Drury. Infielder, outfielder, which he do
1: a little bit of everything. Yep.
0: um, uh, Left-handed hitter, I believe. Um, Probably going to have a shot at third base at Yankees camp is my opinion. Uh, Steven Souza is acquired uh, by the D-backs. I'm guessing to fill that JT Martinez. Yeah, he's going to go
1: play that outfield role, I think.
0: Yep, and then the Rays will receive... Players um, to be named later. Anthony and- Anthony Banda and two players to be named later, and Nick Solick from the Yankees. Um, and then uh, uh, Taylor Witt- Widner went to the uh, Diamondbacks as well. You know, Banda's the
1: left-handed yep. reliever. Uh, nothing special there. No, and um, good to get rid of him. Solick, minor leaguer. I mean, right? Maybe. Right? Who cares? Who knows? At this rate, I mean. These aren't these huge, huge names, but no. you know, Sosa hit 239 last year, had 16 stolen bases, uh, 30 home runs
0: though. So, yeah, he so. can hit. He you know he can swing it, but you know uh, this race thing it goes a lot deeper. You know they just traded um, Odorizzi to the Twins for a single A shortstop. They uh, designated uh, Corey Dickerson for assignment. There's something... Dickerson's
1: going to probably be a free agent, and I'm going to take you off onto the rabbit trail of Dickerson real quick. Mm -hmm. This guy, people are like, he was an all-star last year, let's go get him for our team! You know, I saw Reds fans say that, and good God, I hope he does not get on the Reds, or you should hope that is too. He is a one-trick pony. He is pathetic in the outfield. I mean, I think in the outfield, he, you know, if we're on a ping-pong table, he's the ping-pong ball... Sitting in the middle of the table for what, how much area he should cover and how much area he does cover. He is so bad in the outfield. And he's a one trick pony. He only hits left handed hitting or pitching.
0: Yep. Do not get this guy. You know, he's a a career uh, 8.8 wins above replacement. That's not bad. You know, 280 career hitter, but you look at some of these seasons and, you know, uh, hitting, uh, what, two, hit 245 in Tampa Bay in 16, 282 in uh, 17, hit over 300 twice in uh, Coors Field, you know, it's it's weighted, but he also hit 27 home runs for the Rays. I think it goes deeper. It, you know, like I said, Kevin Kiermeyer spoke out, was very upset about it. I think there's a uh, some sort of roster dumping going there, something a little bit deeper, you know, than you or I know. But it, you know, these deals kind of make you scratch your head. The the whole organization makes me scratch my head at
1: this rate. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. But I'm, I hope my team doesn't sign Dickerson. That guy might be my most overrated player in the majors really? right now.
0: I I I mean uh, yeah.
1: I, Really, it goes down to... Have you seen him try to catch... I mean, he just doesn't do it well. He is not a great defensive outfielder by any stretch. I mean... He covers little ground. He's got decent pop at the plate, but still.
0: I agree to a degree. He, you know, in five uh, seasons, he's fielding 990 in the outfield. If the ball's hit right to you and you catch it every time, you
1: get 100. That's true. I mean, you think about it. And, you know, you were talking a couple of weeks ago, my most underrated player on the Reds was uh, Eugenio Suarez. Yep. And he cut his, in two years, he cut 17 of his errors down. He went right. from 26 to 9. Not a great fielding percent, but the guy's learning the position on the fly in the majors because it can hit well. So... You know, one yeah. of those things, uh, but going back to Dickerson, I just think that move, why it doesn't seem right on paper, and probably not for the Rays, for a lot of other teams, that's the right move. Yeah. And I think the Rays are going to try to do this rebuild, but just get out of Florida. You're hurting your brand. All right, Jeff, we we've, we can sit and continue to hammer the Rays. We can sit and continue talking. Uh, the Rays, may, or the Diamondbacks made another... Uh, move and get another outfielder we can sit and diverge on all these things that we want for a while but we probably should move this along to uh the hashtag time hashtag manfred is clown oh always a clown he is a clown at least with ceiling he had a background with the brewers he had a baseball background manfred is a clown time just not the case he is such a clown Here's the rule changes for the year to speed up the game, which I think that while we were doing some show prep, I thought I brought up a pretty interesting point to you. But uh, mound visits, six per team, will per uh, per
0: game, and that's regardless of who visits.
1: Yeah. So if a player walks by, they could consider that a mound visit or the catcher. Like, really, really? What is this going to do? how many times are teams out there more than six times? Wilson Contreras is probably the most guilty party in the league.
0: Right. He's out there a lot, but still, Cubs fans don't care. No, and, and here's here's the thing: is is like Wilson Contreras stated that you know if my if my team's on the line and I'm over the mound visits, I'm going out there and they can find him. But Joe Torre's over here saying that the home plate umpire is going to make him come back, or it's an impossible ejection. You're going to really eject. Buster Posey for going out there a seventh, eighth time? No. It's just like the batter's box rule. They're Jeremy. I Jeff's
1: face is getting Pete Red. I know that's not good for radio or podcast, but Jeff, your face just went like fifty shades of red.
0: Some of the things that are coming out of the the commissioner's office are just blasphemy. Like, why, like, this is not going to speed up a game any faster. Like, you know, I get it. I get it if Wilson Contreras and Gary Sanchez, the two worst offenders, are going out there and, you know, it's the fourth inning and they're on uh, 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 visit five. I get that. But you're going to tell me when it's crunch time and your coach or whoever your manager or you as a catcher goes you know what i'm not on the same page here you're going to tell me that you could possibly tell me i can't go out there or eject me jeremy this is ludicrous and i this is coming from an outfielder like it just it sorry makes if, zero
1: sense if i'm the catcher grew up catching mm-hmm. obviously that's that's what i know the best right if i'm the catcher and the guy's not on the same page i'll go out there six times in a row and yeah. I'll tell the umpire to shove it.
0: Absolutely. I
1: don't care. Abs- and I going out there, this is the one that just... I'm mad. I'm frustrated by the stupidity of the guy running the league. And I bet it's straight from the clown's mouth. Probably. Yeah, you know, I feel like Happy Gilmore with the golf club right now. You're going to die, clown. <laughs> Go smash the nose. This guy's a clown. This is the stupidest thing. And Torrey's his puppet right now. Oh,
0: yeah. Torrey's
1: an ex-catcher. I know. Tell him. That's not part of the game. That's not how the game works. You know who's still going to baseball? Majority of the fans are. They go because they want to be there. Right. This is not going to change crap about the game. And I, and it's like, just going to frustrate people. And I'll tell you what, if my pitcher's struggling, let's say he's walked two guys in a row and I'm going out for mounds, visit seven. Mm hmm. And me going out there and calming him down, slowing him down, and him throwing, you know, corners and, and up and just missing? No. No. No, it doesn't mean squat.
0: Right. Frustrates the fuck out of me. And I don't know, like you said, I don't know why Joe Torre's backing this clown. Like, at what point do you say, you know what, because this that's who signs his checks. I, I understand that. <laughs> but at some point, you've got to say, at the end of the day, they're still playing baseball. Yeah. And to limit these mound visits and, you know, catcher visits, mound visits, however you want to it, uh, you know, explain it, um, it, it doesn't make any sense. And someone in that commissioner's office has to get a rein on this. I don't know if it's Manfred trying to be cute, trying to catch up with the NFL, NBA, or if it's, you know, some intern that his daddy is the accountant for the any team and got him a job through this. Is he coming up with these ideas? Like, who, where is this coming from? That's what, because the last. I, uh pro catchers are telling you this is the worst idea they've ever heard and i don't know where it's coming from but we need to know as fans that are paying fans need to know where this is coming from what
1: uh, talking about this just i'm really irritated there's there's going to be some things pitchers are going or catchers are going to have to come up with new little signals or things to send out mm-hmm. to the pitcher hey this is what our cadence is going to be now on you know this is the pitch blah 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 it just irritates the fire out of me, though. There's gonna be some little ways around it, but what if a guy runs halfway to say one thing to the pitcher, and it takes another three seconds? Does that count as a mound visit? Right. I, I mean, the, the, this is gonna be one of those uh, rules that we look at in a few years and go, w- Who thought of this? This this didn't change anything." No. And, and
0: go ahead. And there there's some, you know, uh, definitions of there like. Um, uh, a visit by a position player to the mound to clean the spikes under rainy rainy conditions. You're gonna tell me a manager isn't gonna tell you know uh, Anthony Rizzo or a Joey Votto or uh, you know the, air, corners. the corners the corners to go in you know clean the spikes, tell him to calm down, take a breath, you know whatever. Obviously, an injury isn't gonna count. Um, or visiting the mound after the announcement of an offensive substitution, which. <laughs> Like I get it, but you know. It, and another thing here is um, a manager, coach, or a, a manager or a coach must remove a pitcher after the second mound visit by a manager or coach in the inning, which, to my knowledge, wasn't in there before. I don't think that don't it was, think, but
1: I think that's pretty common practice.
0: Yeah. So I mean, some of those are are I get it, but let me let me bring up a, of something that I you know the rest of these rules are pretty self explanatory. They have some time of breaks. There's no there's no pitching clock, from my understanding. Um, as far as you know, because they you know you can st- they there were some uh, discrepancies of if they can step off if it starts as a pickoff start. Yeah. There's
1: oh that that's kind of going away. It's. And most pitchers want to go out there. They don't like, you know. I remember one time watching a highlight reel where guys took a minute between pitches, it's, just standing there. Uh,
0: Baez for the uh, Dodgers, I think.
1: Yeah, it's. I was probably 15 when I remember now, watching it, but still, yeah, it's just not the case right. anymore.
0: Now let me ask you something that I read today. Okay. Um, written into uh, Rich Eisen's. I think it was Rich Eisen. Rich Eisen, yes, I saw this. Um, someone. There's a rumor from the executives that they are wanting to push that anyone can bat in the bottom of the ninth or top of the ninth, depending on who's winning and losing. If a team's trailing in the ninth, they want to be able to hit any batter, regardless of where they are in the order. Let's hear your take on it.
1: Who thought of these stupid ideas that that can mess with a pitcher? That messes with the catcher because you set pitches up for hitters. Yep. You set a pitch up in the first inning if you're going against Rizzo, Botto, uh, you know Posey, whoever the guy is, Altuve. You're setting a pitch up hoping that you can beat him on a different pitch later in a game. Yeah. Th- this is ludicrous. Again, who thinks of these ideas? And their comparison was, well, Tom Brady's out there if he has the ball. Or LeBron's on the floor. You know what? LeBron's not on the floor if he fouls out. Right. So if basketball changes that, then maybe we, you can consider talking about it. But no. pitchers. this messes with everybody. And then, okay, so I'll be a Reds fan, and I'm going to be a Reds fan for a second. Yeah. All right? Joey Votto hits leadoff for me. Okay? He gets on. Now we're going to – Billy Hamilton, you go run for him. All right, oh, all right, let's say Billy gets on second, doubles, stolen base, whatever it is. Okay, Votto, you're going to hit third after we bunt him over to third, and you're going to hit him in. Right. It's just stupidity. Votto could bat three straight times strike out and come back and pitch or hit the next. Right. Dumb. And
0: and even coming from from my side of a Cubs fan, uh, the fact that we could put in, you know, Rizzo and then uh, Bryant and then throw in, you know, whoever, that's... That is one of the most ridiculous uh, uh, theories, you know. However, it's been presented. It is ridiculous, and I don't like it. That's not baseball. You have a lineup card that you turn in. That right now, how it sets, if you bat out of order, it's I, <laughs> you don't hardly ever see it. But it would be. It would have to be an ejection of the batter, possibly the uh, manager, or it automatic it, out, or it's, it's an know, automatic out. And then
1: the guy, let's say, guy hits out of order, gets it on, he's out then and has to go back and
0: take the other batter's turn in the box. You know, Jeremy, you know, uh, what we were talking about is semantics, but at the end of the day, I don't think it can fly if if one manager owner votes in uh, uh, in favor of this, doesn't deserve to be in baseball.
1: Doesn't know the game. No. And, and they're trying to make a game cute then. Yeah. Uh, I don't care about the casual fan. I want the people that are buying my shirts. The casual fans don't buy shirts or they buy the $4 generic shirt. Yep. I want the people that are in there to buy jerseys, Mm -hmm. to buy my $7 beers. Oh, yeah. And $5 hot dogs. And that are going to yell for the guy that they know that plays second base for their team and not... Well,
0: I've never heard of him, but yeah, go team, You know, I don't like, care about those people. Don't care at all. But just imagine if you know, if if I'm uh, you know my spot comes up in the order, and just as theory here, um, my manager takes me out to bat you, I'm gonna be a little fired up about it. And if it happens every time, every game, it's going and to. And cre- especially
1: if you have a decent average. Yeah. Let's
0: say you're a guy that's
1: got you know a 270 average, and you're a two career 240 hitter, but you're hitting pretty well, and you're hitting for some power this year. He might put you fourth in that lineup, right? Or something, and you're going, but I should have been
0: second. Like, right. well, I- no, you're going. Right, and I think
1: it's going to going to create diversity. Oh, absolutely,
0: because now you got guys going against each other. Like, you know what? You know, you batted for me, or situation comes, you you bat for me in the ninth, you get out. I'm going to say, or I could say, I could have hit. You know, my career against uh, 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 Jake Odorizzi is blah 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 a lot better than yours. Yeah, but but you're you know, I just think it's going to it could create a mess. And yeah. eventually, if this keeps up, Manfred is Manfred is gonna he will be the ringleader of the circus if this keeps up. He already is a ringleader of the circus. I know, but like it could be an absolute mess. I think MLB could fall flat on their faces with this. Like you know, as much as you hear about uh, Goodell, Manfred is right there with him. It's just not the same market, so I don't think it's as publicized.
1: Yeah, I think all these rules feel like the what's a, a catch in the NFL yeah. at this rate. It's yep. just a little too complicated. The only rule I did kind of like to see. This was a couple years ago, but it, it keeps getting kind of fine tuned. But I do like the between inning clock. Yeah, I, I do like that because yep. there are some people that take their sweet time putting their gear back on, or pitchers that take an hour and a half to get out there. Like, let's get on, let's get this game rolling. Absolutely. And so that's the only game. Rule, uh, uh, small changes to the uh, to the uh, instant replay rule, it, tweak it to make it better because you mm-hmm. guys they, they miss so many still. Yep. They miss so many, and that's what the rule is there for. Yep. Is to make it right. So, uh, on that, I note I guess really just these these speed it up and these you know politically correct and speed it up rules like get over yourself, people. Yeah. At yeah. that rate. So. Because
0: they're they're deteriorate they're deteriorating. Excuse me. The relationship that, you know, guys like us have with the MLB. Yeah. It's getting to the point of like it's getting so ridiculous that like <laughs> I will never boycott baseball. I don't think I would.
1: <laughs> I hope I never get to I that hope, rate.
0: That's I yes, to, to, to phrase it correctly, I hope I never get to that rate, but like it's just getting ridiculous, man. And people don't go to sporting events,
1: NFL. The the NBA the NHL any any sporting event, that's not a getaway they don't care about political stances they don't care about the, this this is their getaway yeah they chose to go getaway yep that's a getaway so I don't care what this player stands for that player stands for I don't that that's off the field stuff if that affects on the field things or, you know the kneeling that kind of stuff we could go that's that's another day another dollar yeah but. Just the crap like that. That's not what that this is the the venue for. That's your off the field right. stuff.
0: So because like I've said many times, when I go to Wrigley Field, I'm hoping I'm hoping for a 14 inning game. Because I'm going, I'm paying my hard earned dollars to go watch baseball at that venue. I want to be there as long as possible. You know, my wife and I are talking about
1: starting ballpark tours this summer. Yeah and we're going to start doing those things and we've been to a few together but we said maybe let's try to get to every single over the next years we'll keep the girls with the grandparents and let's go yeah so that's kind of the plan and i plan on taking if that takes six hours i'll take six hours and hang out there and enjoy it absolutely So, so
0: let's uh speed this up and finish this out tonight sounds good all right jeremy uh we're wrapping this episode up and uh uh, we're jumping right into the episode or the uh, the segment of the episode that we like to call uh, call to the closer. I'm going to uh, bring my lefty in. I got a solid question for you. You ready for it? I think I'm ready. All righty. So you touched on earlier in the episode that uh, Florida organizations should not be in Florida. Obviously, if that's the case, what two markets, what two cities uh, do you think uh, deserve uh, an MLB franchise? That's a great question.
1: That's one that. It makes you go, man. There's a lot of a lot of cities. You know, we're from Indiana. A lot yep. of people are going to want to say Indianapolis, but man, I don't think Indiana deserves a baseball team. No, uh, I think Kentucky. People were like, oh, Kentucky would be a good place, but man, they're really they've been with those Reds for a long time. So oh, yeah. I'm not into breaking that up. So I've I really I've got one main city that I'm like, hey, I would like to see it happen and i think i've got another city that i'm like uh i i could see it here okay so uh the first one is okc okay oklahoma city uh they they've got the thunder there and their attendance is great for the thunder games i think baseball could thrive there yeah. it's a midwest feel you know uh, it it's such a centralized place i really think that this would be a market that succeeds so i i'm going to go okc is going to be my first one and I'm either going to say for my second one, I could do a Tennessee or or like a, a North Carolina. Somewhere in there, I'm not sure where, but I feel like they deserve more than Atlanta. So I'm going to go with North Carolina, maybe uh maybe Raleigh? Raleigh, okay. North Carolina could use it. I'm not sure on the population there. Sure. But I think that they could do it pretty easily or Charlotte. Charlotte might be a little bit better. Why was that? That, yeah. that was
0: going to be your place, wasn't one it? One of them. One of them. I had Charlotte. Um, I, theoretically, I think one. If it, it just spitballing off since you already took Charlotte, I could see Myrtle Beach. I think that would be a fun place, man. For a I've been yeah. to
1: minor league stadium there. My best friend lives in Myrtle Beach, and that so would be, I, I get to visit there. It's a cool little place, yeah. and it's kind of tucked in there. And then you're like, oh, we're here, but. Uh, I think they would get with the Taurus. I think they could get some decent amount compared to the Florida Taurus.
0: Yeah, like I had been there a couple years ago for a work convention. Um, Awesome place. My second one, um, I know you're going to disagree with, but I think think Montreal deserves another shot at it, man. I think that there's fans in Montreal that want baseball back, and it would be real cool. I think that's one you try with the Rays, and if it doesn't work – it doesn't work, and, and you move on. But I,
1: uh, uh, time out, time out. This is the national pastime. What nationality is
0: that pastime? We already have one in Kentucky, or in Kentucky, in uh, Canada. Excuse me. Yeah, it, they could move out of Canada
1: for all I care. You shouldn't make failures <sighs> travel across international. I don't like, I like that it. idea. I like it. I don't like that idea. Why not just start making it a worldwide thing? Make them play in Tokyo and crap like that.
0: Well, they are in 2019.
1: Yeah, that's asinine. It's. The national pastime of what country? I know. They have a so, good following, though, dude. I don't care about their following. I care about my following here. And you know who? Uh, this is the most homer thing I might ever say. The Reds should always be the first pitch. You know why? They're the first professional team.
0: That's why they're at home every opening series. Yeah. You know the
1: last time they weren't at home? 1990, and they won the World Series. Just a tidbit, they started in Houston that year. Huh. So uh, I
0: know that I I did know that I knew that from the show. That's how I figured that one out. Oh, nice. Yeah. All
1: right. Well, uh, mine I'll I'll be quick on. Sure. Uh, we both former players till we're about twenty two, twenty three years old. Yep. Uh, if, let's say you're a career minor leaguer in the bus leagues. Yep. Minor, single A, double A, and you're just not moving up. What What age would you have called it a quits personally?
0: Um, I think a lot depends on where I'm at in life. I I think, think life makes a big difference. I think if if. Uh, you know, I'm say say right right now I'm 27, gonna be 28. If I'm single, I'm riding it out, man. I'm riding it out as long as I can. You know, if I'm 27, 28, 29, as we've seen uh, lately in baseball, you're get that you're almost past your peak at that point. So I think it all depends. I would say I would stick with it under the age of 30. Um, once I hit 30, regardless of where I'm at, I, I'm done with it.
1: I think I would go with 27. Yeah, just, That's kind of the next chapter of life. I feel like your late 20s starts a new chapter. If you're not moving up, I saw a 27-year-old single-A outfielder for uh, in the Padres organization a couple years ago. Man, you're just not moving up at that rate.
0: Yeah, give it up, man. I and mean, I know so, you want to uh, hang on to it, but...
1: Yeah, no, I think i pass at 27. All right, Jeff, uh, another fun show. Follow us again on Twitter at Uh You can find us on Apple... You can find us on the iTunes, obviously, uh, Google Play, Pocket Cast, obviously on the Anchor app, which uh, we've been discussing. But uh, another fun show. Yeah, absolutely. Another wrap-up. So uh, one of my favorite three things of summertime is grilling. I grill three times a week, I'd say, on average. On average. Okay. Um, So I have to ask you, are you a charcoal Or a propane man.
0: Well, I uh, would consider myself a grill master. Everybody does. So, of course, I'm going charcoal. Only. All right, thank God. Only. Charcoal only. Um, I've got got an awesome deal. It's a little small. You know, I'm probably gonna have to upgrade, but I've got uh, I've got one of the half uh, eggs, if you will. You got an black egg. black. Yeah. Um, lifts up. Yeah, you got an egg, charcoal grill. Tr- yeah, oh man, it, a little small, but it, it's you can smoke killer. in
1: those as well. So, I, and yeah. I have.
0: Yeah. I have done uh, I've done some um, I've smoked uh, what am I trying to Briscuit think? Brisket brisket, yeah. yeah oh, oh yeah.
1: Pork butts great to smoke too, so those are fun things. Yeah, what about you? What do you got? Oh uh, I am a, a charcoal only. Okay. Uh, you, you're not Invited to my party If you don't like them
0: There's no uh, other way man they're, I they're, like And I even go f- You know what Go get an easy bake oven My daughter can do the same thing You want to you know what, what I grill with I try to If I'm in a pinch I don't But if I'm If I'm having people Over to grill I'm getting the Jack Daniels uh, 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 Wood chips
1: Oh Wood chips are fantastic Oh right
0: You get the whiskey In there And you're Yeah that's, oh. I, 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 I will get Speaking down Speaking of whiskey
1: it. Here we go Let's go <laughs> no. Right
0: uh, Yeah Yeah so, well, okay, what's your specialty? What's your go-to, like, hey, I am good at this? Uh, of course I go, you know, just just a good old ribeye, um, uh, uh, marinade. I'm a marinade guy. Absolutely. I, I try to. I like to go teriyaki on the steak, which weirds You're people. You're like a teriyaki guy, though. It, we it, talked it, about the wings. Yep. It weirds people out at first. Um Um, Also a signature steakhouse. If I don't have time to marinate, I go Lowry's mixed in with a little bit of Montreal. Mm -hmm. Um, Nice little
1: dry rub on there.
0: Yep. And then uh, a side that I always do uh, lately, thanks to my beautiful uh, girlfriend, is um, asparagus. Oh, love some asparagus. grill All day. All day. Yeah. Get a little um, uh, olive oil in there. Uh, I had a... Uh, uh, Please tell me you put par, or par- parmesan. Parmesan. Oh, yes. Parmesan. Get a little uh, Lowry's on there as well,
1: man, and make it up. See, I, I do the, the, the parmesan. I like some pepper on there. I like to get okay. that that, yeah. that flavor. I think peppered after it's on the grill. Smoked right. Yeah. Tin foil and wrap it. Absolute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. Oh, yeah. all right, you you can come to any barbecue <laughs> that I have. So. I would
0: like to come to a barbecue that you have. We'll, we'll make, we'll, we could go do that in about uh,
1: the next 10 minutes or so. I could have right. the getting fired up. But uh, I'm a charcoal guy. Yeah. Charcoal only. Not invited otherwise. Okay. Um, my specialty is I actually cook a really good hamburger in my mind. Okay. And um, I think the meat matters a lot on what you get, so I buy a quarter cal. It's like an all organic, no. Steroids, no hormones, grass-fed like the cow comes out and he eats the grass and then they kill him after sure. the, the amount of time So I get a cow every year. Yeah. I do the frozen patties um, So I, I make a little couple concoctions off those though. That's why I preference this I do a uh, blue cheese with with uh, Some peppers in there mm. some jalapeno So you get a little bit of that blue cheese crisp with uh, I could talk about this all day um, a mac and cheeseburger Okay yeah, um, sometimes I stuff burgers with uh, with different things in the middle. Sure and then uh, my favorite though, you, you only eat once in the day and I, I like a brewski while I'm sitting there doing it. Oh but, yeah, but uh you gotta you gotta try this. It's a breakfast burger straight off the grill. Okay, explain, I'm intrigued. All right, a breakfast burger is the patty, okay? hash Browns on the grill. get a grill mat here, okay Bacon on the grill. An egg or two over easy to medium comes outside, ketchup. Yeah. And then you uh, take a little bit of syrup, like a pancake. Really? And you have to have like a thicker bun though, like I like a brioche bun yep, on this. Yeah, okay. I, I don't really like the potato buns on this, but you, you put those all together, but they hold the syrup a little bit better. And you might not eat the rest of the day because that's your calories for a week. <laughs> and you will have the best burger of your life if I cook that for you. All
0: right, Jeremy. So this this uh, breakfast burger. Now, I, I got to change it up a bit, and I think you might question me a little bit. In my house, I don't eat bacon. Turkey bacon. I'm a... <laughs> Big turkey bacon. I got it on the kick. Um, you know the the girlfriend doesn't like bacon. Ashton, can I have his man cards from you back so yeah, I can I'm, give him a man card back? I'm telling you, man, turkey bacon. If I, I'm gonna try that though, maybe this Sunday. I know I got got a, I got a nice little Saturday set up. Yeah, but, but Sunday I may have to try that. You get, get
1: a, a grill mat, okay? All right, because the tinfoil doesn't really work too well to flip your eggs. Okay, yeah. So you got to buy the grill mat, and but wow. This, like I said, you might not eat the rest of the day. Huh. I always have uh, two brewskis while I'm grilling. Okay. And uh, I do that. Yep. It's my go-to, kind of, and that's my relaxation. Also, I don't leave the grill. I do. So I don't leave the grill, but we, you really can't. The eggs don't take long. The okay. bacon, the bacon, because you put those on towards all the end. The, the potatoes take a little bit longer, especially if they're frozen. Sure. Potatoes. But I like to get the fresh, and I like to make them myself. But, yeah, make the patty and... uh but they take a little bit longer. I'll just prep you. The potato takes a little longer, than the bacon, then the eggs kind of are a last-minute thing because the sure. grill's pretty hot. Right. And I cook at a lower temperature. I cook between 250 and 300 almost all the time.
0: Okay, so let me ask you then, going on a little deeper, I'm going to rant here. How do, you, how do you control your temperature?
1: Um, I, by how uh, far the charcoal goes down. See, mine is just round. Okay, I can lower mine. Okay. That's a little bit different. So, um and if it, it needs to heat up, I'll pull one of the corners. I don't cook on one of the corners on purpose and I'll go up underneath and then I'll spray some lighter fluid and I'll relight it a couple sure. times. Okay. So, uh but yeah, that's my go-to. And then my go-to side, I we do asparagus a lot. I really like uh zucchini and asparagus on there. Oh yeah. Um but shrimp. Grilled yeah. shrimp. Yes. And absolutely. Then you get the shrimp, you grill them, and then you put whatever kind of sauce you want on but I like the sauce to be on the grill too to heat up the sauce as well. Oh yeah. So, those are my go-to best shrimp I've ever had. This is so random. Like I said in Myrtle Beach, there's a little Vietnamese restaurant that catches shrimp in the morning. Really? Fresh that day, pick them up. You have to take care of them yourself, my buddy. And I sat there, peeled them all, grilled them together. Oh.
0: You know, uh, one last here uh, spitball here. You're talking about how you're uh, a hamburger griller. Yeah. That's your niche. Yeah. Uh, there to me, there doesn't there's nothing more summertime than. Growing up some, so I'm a cheeseburger. I like cheese on mine. Yeah, yeah I, so, I eat cheese on a so lot of mine. Cheeseburger on the grill. You got some some uh, uh, brown sugar baked beans going inside. Maybe a side of Amish potato salad. To me, that's summertime. A beer in hand. Beer Summer, in hand. <laughs> uh, summertime. I do a lot of
1: corn on the cob on the grill. Yeah, I've done I corn. like that? Um, yep, a little butter. Yep, I add, And ooh, some I salt and butter and just uh, let it
0: kind of form in yeah, there. Yeah, and you can make some, there's some concoctions that I've had with some, with some. Uh, the spicy corn on the you turn, yeah yeah, yeah. It's, and then uh yeah i
1: mean it's good so uh i i do that I Man, like i'm getting hungry now. Salad. i am getting hungry i, I like uh, <laughs> all those you know sides that oh, go with yeah. it except i'm not a big baked bean but I, no no yeah, but hey that's okay to each their own but yeah. the shrimp is my second gary go-to so
0: uh i you have more that you want to talk about food no no um so uh no, I. Here's my call to the closer. Yeah, we need to wrap this up. No, yeah.
1: this is a curtain call. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold on.
0: I, I, my mind's on food, man. Uh, let's uh, let's get into my question here. Uh, here's my question, Jeremy. Hey, Jeremy, great stuff. Uh, I'm hungry now. It's dinner time. But, yes, it is. But because uh, well, we you're getting Chinese on the I, now. You know what? <laughs> I don't know, but if I do, I'm eating the, I'm eating the cookie, though. Eat the <laughs> cookie, absolutely. All righty. So uh, for my curtain call, I've got a good one here. We've discussed it. Uh, well, we haven't discussed it. We've brought it up. Uh, my, my curtain call question to you is, what is your all-time, hands-down, favorite television series? Oh, That's good. That's a good one. That is really good. Uh, I'm going
1: to go with a cartoon, actually. Okay. King of the Hill, I think, is one of the most creatively done series of all time. I love King of the Hill. I love Hank being so bland. And I love the, the characters, how they blend together. And really, you have to watch it for multiple seasons for it to get that way. The earlier King of the Hill... Great. Later, there's some good stuff in there, but it's not consistent within the season. But I'm saying, like, seasons three, four, five, six, I think they switched producers or, or creators in season seven. But, man, those first six, they're great. first nine are really good. Then they kind of, the last five, they're just kind of hanging on. But, my goodness, there's just so many subtleties that go through there that if you don't watch a show from beginning to end, you just don't get it.
0: So. I've I never—I don't even know if I've seen an episode from start to finish. Just not oh, my style. Oh my word!
1: Oh my word! Not it's my just style. so creative. It's not dumb cartoons like Family Guy or anything. It's—it's right. it, it's got some storyline behind it, but there's—it's a story about nothing. So that's huh. my go-to.
0: Mine. I'm a—I'm a drama guy, man. Like my—I have—I have a favorite, and then then I have a, a favorite B, a, a one A and a one B, if you will. No. All right. Let's my, go. Okay. My A is Friday Night Lights. My 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 absolute favorite is Friday Night Lights. The storyline is is great. The early acting in it, you know, season 1, 2, not so great, but the story is killer. Uh 2B is Suits. And let me tell you what. Suits, if I could be any fictional character, I would be Harvey Specter without asking a single question. This guy, it, it's a... Are you familiar with the show Suits? I've never seen an episode it, of Suits. It is killer, man. It's about uh, a, a law firm, and um, they only take in Harvard grads. Okay. So, he's, uh, Harvey Spector's looking for someone to mentor. Can't find anyone, can't find anyone. This uh, guy comes in um, selling uh, 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 illegal drugs, if you will, and... Um, can cite he has a photographic memory cites all these uh, law takes the uh, the LSAT for people gets paid for it to make money um, they fake uh, transcripts all this stuff and he they're working together side by side knowing that if this gets caught that uh, Harvey Specter could lose his license and you know and, and be barred so it is awesome I know that it's like in season seven I think eight's their last one but it is killer man gotta see it yeah that's good. It.
1: Friday Night Lights, the football, Texas football,
0: I mean... Yeah, Texas forever, dude. Yeah, you Tim know... Tim Riggins. <laughs> Who doesn't want to... What What high school, college kid doesn't want to be Tim Riggins?
1: Yeah, uh, I think that uh, Friday Night Lights, this, the movie was so good, too. The movie I, was
0: good, yeah. I, I
1: really like... But the Permian Tigers or whatever, yeah. whoever
0: they... Yeah, true, the, the TV shows are based on a true story. Yeah. It's true some, school. True school, and, yeah.
1: it, you know, but, yeah... I, it's funny though, just seeing some of that in Texas is, or football's oh, yeah. life there. So yeah, absolutely too. Yeah. Uh, two good ones. So do yeah. you have a current show that you're watching?
0: Um, no. Really? Nope. That's uh, kind
1: of where I am too. We watch uh, Big Bang Theory still, and I like Young Sheldon. If you haven't seen that, I
0: haven't. One show that I watch is it. Uh, I'm a big Impractical Practical Jokers fan. Oh, well, that is. So like, I haven't seen last week's episode. Please don't ruin for me. I don't. I watch them right before I go to bed. So I've seen probably every episode 400 times, but Perfect. no, I know I know uh, one show just to throw it out there for you guys. I'm sure you've heard of it. Um, currently, my girl, my beautiful girlfriend Ashton is watching. This is us.
1: Yeah, uh, I started too much drama every episode. She for
0: me. likes it too much jumping, and I I kind of went in uh, middle of like at season two. So great show. I've heard. Maybe maybe I'll dabble in it. I don't know. But, uh, no, 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 so. no thanks. So uh, Again, guys, thanks for joining. Um, check us out on uh, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Podcast. Awesome show, Jeremy. And that, that
1: was a quick hour. Oh,
0: man, that was great. Um, uh, you know, uh, let's go us, grill. Yeah, let's go grill. Follow us on Twitter, at Rants Baseball. Enjoy your week, guys.